0: Welcome back to the Maxwell High School podcast. Uh, Today's podcast is a bit different. We've spoken to uh, students and um, families. We're going to talk today to another staff member, another teacher, a long-term teacher at Maxwell High School and an ex-student who excelled, no doubt, Uh, was school leadership material, and uh, I want to introduce Amanda Hill. Welcome, Amanda.
1: Thanks, Pete. I won't. I won't talk about the faces I was making as you were giving me that introduction.
0: <laughs> well, well, I have seen them before because last podcast I spoke with uh, Declan and um, Aaron, and they were making a similar kind of <laughs> shrink into the seats, um, horrified faces. They get extolled. So, but but those things are true. You're a long time member of staff.
1: I am, and. I am sh- I certainly wasn't making a face about being an ex-student. I'm very proud ex-student, very much a local. I went to Medlow Primary School until year four and then I was off to Scot- Scotshead Public School Um. then I graduated here in 1990. But
0: you were also leadership at the school.
1: I was school captain, which, right. yeah. Let's, which blow was, the, let's blow that trumpet. There you go. Let's do that. Yeah. No, I'll look, re- I was really proud and, and very happy, you know, to have that position and Really nice to see that my son has gone there as well. Bit of a tradition, maybe. Oh dear! Yeah. No, no pressure on the rest of. <laughs> no, them no through. pressure. No, no, no. But
0: but it is interesting to to go back. Like if you reflect back when you were school captain, what are some of the things that you take away? I mean, I'm not going to ask when that was, but we'll assume it's a little while ago. <laughs> what What are the things that you see now as being uh, different, both in Maxwell High School, uh, and I guess maybe uh, taking that a little bit. A step further, and in, in terms of the education and things, the way the school operates educationally. What, what? As a student, you obviously have a bit of a different view. But
1: what's your take? So you mean you're thinking about like when I was when I was a student and how things have changed now? Yeah, you think?
0: Abso- absolutely. So when you were when you were the captain of our school, oh. what was it like in terms of like, uh, you know, you think about the classroom setups now and and the mm. way you're taught, uh, you were taught and the way you perhaps teach now. Can you identify any changes?
1: Definitely, I think. I, I guess when I was at school, it was it was probably more the chalk and talk era, and yeah. I, I'm not sure that any of our, our classrooms have a blackboard anymore.
0: I don't uh, think there's one blackboard no. left in the school. There no, may, there may be.
1: No, that that's, that's you know writing on a blackboard. I guess is a dying art in some ways, and I I I, I do think now in in terms of of teacher and student relationship i think while i had really great teachers when i went to school i think there was uh, i don't uh, i don't want to confuse anyone but there seemed there was more of a level of formality in that relationship with your teacher mm. and i think what i notice you know myself being a teacher now and in these times is that there is there is a, a stronger dare i say it more personal relationship with our teachers now and i think that's really important to engage students to make sure you do you do have that strong relationship with them so they're, they're the big things for me maybe that that teacher-student relationship there was I guess was there a level of fear that I have for my teachers <laughs> maybe maybe some of them <laughs> but um well I
0: think we would euphemistically call that respect
1: yeah true that was there too and I still think that exists but there is I feel there is a difference there is you know greater engagement comes in this idea that there's there is a shared respect be- between teacher and student, you know. Was,
0: was the school day and the school site – And the, I mean, mm. this is a bit of a blast back into history because you, you, I guess you're a bit privileged in terms of you've seen the school – some time ago, uh, you know, not you're not the only one in the school,
1: you're making me feel old.
0: No, yeah. no, I know, but 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 <laughs> in terms of the school size, was the school oh, a different size? Wow. Was it was the were there obviously there as many stairs, but like you know,
1: oh, it was this this was the biggest school. Um, I get maybe apart from Coffs Harbour and and areas like that, but it was a population of over a thousand here and. Um, oh we had in the in the car park there over near the preschool there were demountables over there. I think I did one of my HSE exams over there uh, and down from what is now our language center there were there is an old path that's there. I'm not sure if it ha- has been dug up but there were demountables certainly all down that hillside.
0: So you, you know like obviously the school now is about half that size yes and and I think we fit as a school really comfortably. In our shoes, it's a comfortable place to be. There's not, yeah, there's, there's no overcrowding here. There's plenty of classrooms. The great
1: sense of space. I think we're yeah, very lucky. So, so
0: how how was it? Like when there was a thousand, double the kids here. Like were you crammed into the? It would have been a madhouse. I
1: don't know. I get. I, I guess you take it as it is. I, I don't remember feeling crowded. Um, I I, th- I think at it how how it was, and I think I came on the end of even. School being the old three-term system, perhaps it was oh, just yeah. changing over when I was at school. Maybe in my in my younger years, but they were they were big days too. How did we do I three know. terms? That What's was that was really big. I, I'm I'm <laughs> a three-term
0: student as well, and I'm going like,
1: how do we do that? How do We do that, yeah. That's, I
0: know that is crazy talk. Maybe we've got much busier, and we're trying to do more. I don't know.
1: Maybe or did I don't know? Did did people get sick and had time? I don't know.
0: It seemed easier. It seems weird,
1: yeah. Um,
0: Okay, so that's a little bit of a blast from the past. Yeah. And and there'll be a few people out there listening who kind of went to Maxwell High School and they're probably remembering what you're saying to them. Yeah. Um, More recently though, (laughs) education and Maxwell High School has been um, quite different, I guess, to normal. Yes, understatement, Pete, maybe. (laughs) We're on the the cusp of going back to normality. Yes, we are. It was announced on the news uh, last night as we record this that um, we're all back to normal school next week. So uh, that'll be week five. So up until now, school hasn't, as you said, it's understatement to say it's not been normal. (laughs) Um, And it's not been normal not just from a school's perspective but it's also been not normal from... lot of families perspective so I'm going to come back to the school but I'm going to start with your family like how have you guys found um you know quote-unquote lockdown Mm -hmm. um and and then I guess really from that the the learning from home environment
1: Mm. well I I guess I'm in a in a unique position that I have all my three children attending Maxwell High School it's really great and I have uh if I can talk about what year groups are in and that that maybe can give you some more information but I have my eldest son in year 12 and I guess in that time where he wasn't seeing his teachers and having those face-to-face classes I did feel I felt worried about him I, I felt I saw him losing the rhythm of school and the direction of you know doing his best for his HSC so I was really relieved when um, some normality um, was returned for him I have uh, my my middle child, my another son, in year ten, and uh, it's been really interesting. He he has really thrived with remote learning experiences. He's I'm very lucky. All of my stu- all my all of my kids are quite self motivated, um, but he particularly has really um, enjoyed the challenges of, of remote learning, and and he can follow instructions really well, and has done has I I think done really well. Um, my daughter is in Year 8 and she's also pretty self-motivated as well and has managed the remote learning really well. But I, I know for her she's more of a social creature and she really has missed that interaction with her friends and, and I think with her teachers as well. Has the, um,
0: obviously with, like, there's lots of remote learning going on and, and you know you've got three students at home. How did you go with um, managing technology? Because essentially, like a lot of this, a lot of this remote learning has been technologically driven. So, you know, have there been squabbles over who has the big monitor? Or how, you know, because obviously you've been working from home as well. Mm.
1: Um, We're really lucky. My my kids have, ha, I mean, they have have been helped by us, Have been helped by us, but they. They in there. Um, they've had part-time jobs, so they have saved up, and they have their own laptops. So uh, we are really fortunate that they have had their own devices. And I do feel for pa- for families, you know, with a with a parent working at home, and there's one laptop in the house, <laughs> and a couple of kids in the house yep. as well, all trying to access that technology would be a really challenging thing. And
0: I, I you know, personally, I've had students who have been. Uh, Undertaking Teams meetings for for some of my classes, and they've been on their phone, and I'm going like, how hard Mm -hmm. is it to do this sort of stuff on your phone? And I'm going like, I, I, you know, I'm going like, they, they're doing everything they can. Mm. The students are working really, really hard to do everything they can to stay connected, uh, using the technology that's available to them. But you, you know, that they're doing it the hard way.
1: Definitely, it's the
0: hard way. Um, and I
1: agree and and good on them for trying to to stay connected
0: yeah for sure so everybody's been at home and I was talking earlier on that that the school's comfortable in its skin like we fit well into our space Um, has it been uh, like from a family perspective difficult to have like kind of everyone at home all the time Has or is that Is that not something that's been a problem for you? Because I was talking earlier on, I go back to uh, a couple of podcasts ago and and one family was, you know, uh, Eloise was very happy and everything was going well in her household and then Annalise was saying, oh, well, there has been some tension. And you go like, well, you know, it's kind of different strokes for different folks, obviously. But there is that, is that we've kind of all been under the same roof largely
1: I wish I could add an element of drama for you, <laughs> Pete, but it really has been pretty smooth in my house. And maybe it is because each of my children have had their own space and their own device. So mm. I think that has helped.
0: Yeah, that um, makes it easier.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. so no, no no tension to, oh, to damn report. It. Damn it. Well, right. What are we going to do now? Right. I'm, I'm now just <laughs> scratch my head. What are we going
0: to talk about next? Yeah. Um, the, the challenges then of teaching. Um, oh. we, we've gone from what... Uh, your teacher education would have had you, you know, upskilled and all the, the professional learning that you've done up and from when you left university until now, you know you you know what to do in a classroom. Uh, it's bread and butter as a professional to walk into a room with a group of 20 to 30 students in front of you, bright smiley faces, ready to work. You know what you're doing. You're in your comfort zone. Um, that's And that's the same for most staff members at school. So... We've moved at the end of well, towards the end of the last term. We moved along about as far away from that as you can get. So, wh- what's that transition been like for you professionally, and 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 how have you adapted to that? And I'd also like to say, you know, your your role at the school is as a uh, acting head teacher. So, you know, you've got staff who you uh, teachers who you manage, and and how have you seen them respond to it? I guess.
1: I I thought that the end of, of last term was a really stressful time. The, the pace in which we had to change from our bread and butter, as you call it, you know, that pace was, was crazy and really daunting at first. I think in one week we, were, we thought in the, on the Monday half of the school was, was still turning up here and we had a, lots of kids here and then really by the end of that week we were, were into our online and remote learning. So it was a really swift transition. So I do think the overriding feeling was stress. Um, and I, I guess that anxiety comes from the fact that, that we still want to be doing a good job. We worry about our, our classes and our students and we, we wanted to make sure we were still doing a good job for them. Um, it, it took some upskilling from, from some of my staff, some more than others. And, you know, learning, those, learning about those online platforms and that online delivery was certainly a challenge... There were new platforms thrown at my staff, mm. and look—all credit to them—they have managed really well. But it was fairly daunting, and and I guess we were also thinking about our health as well, and feeling uncertain about that too. So yeah, uh,
0: uncertain uncertainty really sums up that those last couple of weeks of term. Yeah. term you know, mm. like no one knew kind of what was happening, and as you said, you know, we were rolling out new bits of technology that. Um, you know, kind of no one in our school had seen um, and, and I have to say I was astonished at the uptake in some of these new technologies uh, and the um, enthusiasm with which a lot of teachers greeted the technology. I, I don't think anyone was enthusiastically greeting the concept <laughs> of remote learning and, no. and, and, and the implications of that. Uh, but I do think that when people started to see what technology could do, they were, um, I think, they were quite engaged with the process.
1: I would agree, Pete. And, and another, I guess, offshoot of that is that that assumption we maybe had that our students were across the technology as well, mm. and we soon found some gaps there. So it's, yeah. you know, been an interesting process. In a
0: lot of ways, we. We had no lead time to that no, environment we didn't and, and that was that was half mm. the problem really is that um, it came out of the blue it's you know and, and there were and there are obviously across the school different degrees to which people were using different online platforms uh, and that goes for staff and students and their engagement so I think you're trying to step that up in a, in a remote environment is very very challenging yeah. uh, very challenging so the takeaway, <laughs> because as I said, we're, we're we're just about we're just about finished the remote phase of learning. Yeah. Uh, as as we as we as I said, next week we're back to normal. Um, you know, the last couple of weeks have been students in dribs and drabs coming in in year groups, which has been, I think, quite effective. The the, the support from the community for that program and that way of learning has been. Uh, spot on I don't I, all credit to our school community in a lot of ways mm. because I think you know people could have got fed up with their kids and said right off the school <laughs> you gay, you're little buggers <laughs> um, but but I you know it hasn't been like that at all our community's been fabulous in the way they've supported us I think and and uh, I think a lot of that has come from their acknowledgement that you know we want to try and do the best for our seniors so we want to concentrate on your 12 especially but but taking away that technology and the stuff that we've learned, do you think that there are skills that as uh, teachers collectively we've picked up on that that we may continue to incorporate in our uh, day-to-day learning? So there may be a little bit more of an electronic element um, or self-paced learning to some of the stuff that we do with our students?
1: I really hope so, Pete. I think... There, there is a growing confidence amongst the staff and the students to use that te- technology and I think the opportunities for continuity of learning is, and, you know, that engagement in learning because a lot of our students like using technology to learn. I, I think, I hope we can maintain that momentum in some way. I know it's device dependent sometimes mm. um, but I, I really hope, hope we can. We, we're in for some... I think we're really in for some challenges. this This next week will be really interesting um, in 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 seeing how we go at maintaining some of that, but also, I think we're going to have a bit of a juggle with with some students who may not have engaged as much as we would have liked them to, and then we've got some students that have done absolutely everything. Um, how how we come come back and create a level playing field so to speak and and move and see where students are at what they what they need and how we're going to move forward is going to be quite a challenge for us
0: yeah there could be a few weeks or a couple of weeks maybe where there's a, a bit of juggling and and upskilling going on to make sure that you know, yeah. pe- people are largely on that level playing that's field. right
1: that we yeah we know where we're at but i mm. look back to your original question yes i hope so i hope there's this, this confidence for new ways of learning um, using some technology in our online platforms. I hope we can maintain that um, because I think for, for most of our students that, that really that's very engaging for them. And I you know uh, can it open up for some different ways of, of learning as well. So
0: I think it's been good, you know, you look at the – the students i mean i i have two students here as well one in year 11 and one in year 12 and i look at the 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 ways in which they've engaged with the work and and i think for some kids this uh the online self-paced stuff has been an absolute revelation Mm -hmm. to them uh, in terms of they've they've been able to focus on their work and and get through it and be really really successful in doing that i do think too though, because um, Elliot, who's <laughs> been on the podcast previously, right? You know, Elliot was who who doesn't yet know know how to use a phone to call anyone. He's he's okay with sending text messages and that sort of thing, but he can't call anyone on the phone. It's a struggle.
1: Wow. I'll, I'll
0: spend some time and remediate <laughs> that with him, and we'll get him to make a phone call. But <laughs> but in in he was commenting that um, you know, the novelty of the work and, and I think Annalisa or Louise made the same mm. comment the novelty of um you know the online learning has kind of lost some of its yeah. shine and that they, they want to get back to the school and they want to get back to their friends and because I think school really does play um yeah it has it's like an onion <laughs> but 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 one of the one of the one of the skin of the or one of the rings of the onion one of the skins of the onion is the social side of stuff that definitely um, and I think kids, students have just a lot of them have really missed that in particular. That um,
1: it, that communication side I think is so so important. And I think for the successful online experiences I've had with my classes, it's it's been because really we're still talking, whether that's an email or a or a Teams meeting or something. We're s- or I'm still giving feedback on what they're doing, or they're still asking me questions. So.
0: It's good to hear it when they like the, when the students are asking questions. I think that's a really encouraging thing for a teacher, yes, um, because it, it is showing engagement in in what they yeah. what they're doing,
1: seeking clarification yeah. or asking questions or it's just so important oh, it's and gold when it yeah, happens definitely And
0: it's a bit unnerving when it doesn't <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. there's been a bit of that where it's been there hasn't been much questioning it's been quiet yes
1: <laughs> but so you know
0: like i i wonder though that if the technology coming back to where we yeah. i started with this i'm wondering if the technology uh, allows some of our students who really engage with that that style of work yeah. to have opportunities to uh, extend themselves so you know Teachers can deliver the bulk, and I'm you know, just mind mapping here, but they can deliver the content of what needs to be delivered in class, in class, face-to-face, mm. as, as you'd expect. But, you know, there could be scope for us to develop um, you know, online learning modules that allow students to ex- extend themselves from, from, the, from the classroom environment. And there'll be some kids, some students that would love that, That'd be
1: an awesome possibility.
0: And in some ways they can sit there. Like you know, the modules that have de- been developed now, you know, yeah. c- can essentially, you know, b- be modified and changed up, and and I think now we've got more skills. It's something that, you know, is a potential for the future.
1: Yeah, it would give, be great.
0: Give students more options.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, <laughs> it has been really good talking with you.
1: Thanks, Pete, and you too.
0: I um I I think that we've covered a lot of ground. Like we've looked at the history of the school.
1: Yeah. Bit of Maxwell High history, and I guess we're both in that unique position of, of teacher parent at um, at Maxwell High School, and it's we've got some some broader insights, maybe. That <laughs> <laughs> maybe oh, we ju- haven't
0: you just you've just opened up a whole new avenue well, of things that we should talk about. We haven't I
1: mean, shared them all here, but maybe <laughs> perhaps we shouldn't <laughs> as well.
0: <laughs> is it is it a problem having kids at school? Like you've got your kids here at school.
1: No, it's wonderful. It's great. Uh, I think it's. I did look. We we, my husband and I. Because well, we're all, you got the whole. we have got, got the whole family here, so it's you know, it's quite quite nice. But look, we did we did think if there there was a problem, we we did have some options for other schools. We certainly were hoping not to go there, but I don't know. Somehow, the kids have <laughs> managed to to live with that the fact that we're <laughs> teachers here and it's okay, and we're not too daggy. I don't know. Maybe we are, but. Um, it seems to be okay. It's um, I. I think sometimes maybe they do. They do receive a few fringe benefits from their parents being here, and just in terms of well, rocking up for some canteen oh, money well, so or something. I was going to say. I'm thinking fringe <laughs> benefits. I mean, my my oh, two the no. only fringe
0: benefit is they come and knock yeah. on the door and say, so "Can, can have I have some, some money?"
1: And <laughs> can you sign this note that I forgot that's oh. been crunched up in my bag? You yeah, actually but, had a bit You know, of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is
0: true. Um, yeah. but yeah, I look it, from my perspective, I've. I enjoy having them, the, my two boys here because it's it's great fun to stir yeah,
1: them. Yeah, there's certainly no escaping, no. you know, things that are happening at school. No, we're no. we usually across it, so yeah, nearly <laughs> constant <laughs> constant parent
0: teacher interviews.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Over the photocopier. Yeah, oh, very true. He hasn't been doing <laughs> his maths, and I'm going, ah, okay yeah. then. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So that's been good. All right. Look, I think as I said, we've covered heaps of ground. Um. And it's been good to really good to speak with you from getting the perspective of uh, a, both a parent and a teacher at school and to see the changes that have taken place here recently. I think we're both probably looking forward to getting back to a more normal school.
1: Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm missing my classes. It's, And I guess, you know, if I wasn't, it's time time for me to choose <laughs> another career perhaps. But yeah. um, I, we, we really, are, and I know we'd say that as you know, from the staff as a whole, if I can speak for them, I think we are really missing mm. seeing our, our students.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. Um, you know, it's it's it is gonna be good to have people back in the class and I can. a lot of those first lessons are going to be like,
1: oh, what's going on? <laughs> it's sort of, but it'll be a catch-up, won't yeah, it? Yeah, it'll, it'll be, be a, a bit of a catch-up coming yeah. back from the school holidays. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, that will be good. But it has been great speaking with you. Thank you very much for coming along. It's
1: a pleasure, Pete. Thanks for having me. You're more than welcome. And uh,
0: for those uh, regular listeners, you'll know where to catch this podcast. Uh, but for those who aren't regular listeners, um, we're available on uh, Podbean. It's our uh, host of our podcast and you can also search up the maxwell or sorry the mhs podcast uh, on itunes or spotify and you'll find us there as well um, and we look forward to perhaps releasing a, an episode every week and uh, we hope that you choose to join us thank you very much and look forward to what's happening next week